Merry Christmas! What's going on, man? What's going on in your world? I mean, holiday season, here we are. We're right smack dead in the middle of it all. People are watching our show on December 25th. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh my God, it doesn't feel so merry. I am so happy. I, By the time you're watching this, I am on yeah. a beach bro i am on a beach in a nice safe place out of this crazy war zone toronto what the what's fuck toronto? Is go what's, wrong? what's going on out there what are you you're so busy uh running people to open houses that you don't know what's going on around you right now is good right now things are going well i mean you know people are maybe beautiful. sick a little bit kids are yeah. still you know going to school they don't have to wear masks it's getting nutty out there it's getting nutty out i think we live in there. two different worlds well, of course we do i live yeah. in the real world and you live in like fantasy know, island realtor fairy tale fantasy land island over here hey eh? like with peter <laughs> pan or something or it's yeah. cool to wear a hat like that yeah there's only a Definitely. few places where that uh, that's the case. But you yeah. seem to be there. TK, I'm here. you're always Doing so it. positive. Listen, before we get into all the craziness, TK, we have nobody booked for next year on purpose because we want to know. We want to hear from the people. We want to know who do you want to hear from next year? Who do you want us to have on the show? So... Put it in the comments below. Who do you want to see? What do you want us to talk about? Who mm -hmm. do you want us to speak to? Do you like who the regular YouTubers? Do you like an, an investor who's working on a strategy? Industry experts? Um, you know, past guests? You want a new guest each time? Whatever. Just shoot. We can't promise we're going to, you know, look at all these comments and take them all seriously. But I know that at the end of the day, we we will, you know, try to listen to what the listeners are saying and, and try to find guests that they're going to enjoy uh, hearing from. Yeah, right? agree. So yeah. having said that, do us a favor. Put that in the comments below, like subscribe, hit the bell. We also you, you really TK. If there was ever a time to hit that subscribe button because you wanted to be notified about a show that we're about to have. Oh like, my gosh. This is the one. This is going to be crazy. We have a show that is way over our head like coming up. Way over our head. On New Year's Eve for you guys to tune into. It, it is like oh. everybody. We literally have. We bit off more than we can chew. Book. We bit off we, way more, we bit than, off we more than we can chew. Can chew. Which That's is. Really Normal. the the theme here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like we have people like Tom Story and we have people like Steve Karish and we have Santa. Let's not ruin it. Let's Sessa. not ruin it. We got we got we got the whole Daniel all-star crew coming out just for New Year's Queen. Eve. Like there's okay. so many more. It's like I didn't even name half of the people that are gonna be on this yeah. show. We got a show for you guys. It's gonna be a New Year's Eve party yeah year in review recorded yeah is it pre-recorded or are we doing a year in review right now um i don't know i mean there's a lot that i would like to talk about that's pretty relevant right now i imagine okay. it's still going to be relevant on christmas day but well we're gonna we're gonna talk about the things well, that need to I'm be sure. talked about but also 
a little year in review with Daryl and TK from the Canadian yeah. Real Estate Show. Yeah. Where did we get it wrong? Where did we get it right? Were we even trying to get anything right? You be the judge. You be the judge. Who? So, yeah. What's going on, Daryl? Lots and I'm lots of fantasy, stuff going I'm in on. Fantasy man. Island. You're in I realize fantasy this. I realize this. I only deal with the rich and elite who have no problems and everything's going fine. And I'm not exposed to anybody wow. who's ever got any issues at all. That's just, you know, that's, that's the image I guess that I, that I have, even though I've had like three or four power sale, you know, properties in the last like month or ha and a half where they had power, uh, power sale proceedings in, in motion. We'll see if any of those close. Um, <laughs> you know, I've had, you know, people coming to me who are like, just like absolutely put themselves in positions where, you know, they, they, they need to sell where there is no options. I got, um, you know, people who are full of fear about, you know, how to make the move and I'm just navigating the waters. I mean, I'm, I'm doing what I do best, you know, what, what I've been put on this planet to do, you know? Well, there you Bring go. I mean, positivity listen. and light to dark situations, Daryl. That's what we I'm here for. That's good. That's great. But the reality is, is there's some crazy fucking shit going on right now <laughs> in the GTA and surrounding areas, and it's getting nuttier. And, you know, we, we talked about last week, we talked about what's going on with Paradise Developments and people picketing outside. And so that's one thing. And that, you know, we want that, our money back. We want our money back. We made a you mistake. You want your money back or you just Bail want a discount out. on the property? Yeah, we we'll just... take we'll take either. Three of them apparently are realtors uh, like that were in this picture of six guys or five guys. Uh, you know, it, it's a bad look. It's a bad look. You got like out in BC, you got realtors that are picketing. You got here, you got realtors that are picketing because they bought houses like at the peak of the market and they want to try and get out of the deal. Yeah. Which if you didn't see it, for some reason, the the Toronto Sun interviewed this guy right here. I saw that. This was the proudest moment the Canadian real estate show has ever proud, had. TK. Mainstream media, the Toronto Sun, switched over Mainstream. to the alternative media sources of Twitter and YouTube. And I they interviewed our very own Daryl Frankfort. I didn't see it like opinion. in print. Was I beside the, do they still do the uh, the half-naked girl at the back of the... At the I just saw the, the link that you sent me, but... It was definitely your name and it was name your was comment. And it even sounded like you. Like I could just tell like those, that was word for word what you actually said to them. I think you there know, was one guys, word Check it out. Wrong. It's on the Toronto Sun um, newspaper and it's um, it's there. Yeah, it was pretty fun, but we were we'll talking about that. Description. So that was one thing, okay? So, okay. so like you were talking uh, uh, about, about, okay, so we have... You, you, you were talking about you had a client or you had clients that were, you know, in over their heads. They got into something they shouldn't have been into. Now they got to get out. Like we have people out there in Brampton who apparently bought one point nine five nine million dollar homes, added like one hundred thousand dollars worth of upgrades and did all of this on an Uber driver salary. What do you think about that, TK? Like, does that make any sense to you? I, mean, I don't want to make any assumptions here. No, don't make any more assumptions. Okay. But um, I'm just going to take a, a, a shot in the dark here, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, you know, whoever was advising them that this was a great idea didn't have their best interest at heart. Maybe one of those realtors in the picture. 
I don't know who it was. Could have I'm been in. You should be in. It could We're have been all going their, in. their spiritual advisor or their or their their parents, or it could have been the realtor. I don't know. But well, so, um, so you got that kind of a scenario. You got yeah. agents listing agents. their their Mercedes five fifty class for twenty eight hundred dollars a month lease takeovers. Like twenty eight hundred dollars. Who the that guy didn't fuck. get. Is that paid. guy didn't talk to anybody before what? he signed that lease? Yeah, he talked he to the guy at the leasing company. Day. Yeah, he wasn't thinking about anything. He was just he like, just Yeah, yeah, I get to drive away with that car. $2,800 a month lease. That guy just got a big wire transfer. $800. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Like, Listen, it's that's crazy. The max budget as a, as, a, as a realtor, you got 800 bucks to spend on a lease. Pick whatever car you can find for that price. If you have anything more than that, I don't know what to tell you. You shouldn't be able it to. It will not make you any more money on those on those sales appointments. You shouldn't be able to lease a car that's so much money per month. Like that's you shouldn't you should not be crazy. able to lease a car. For How much is a Lamborghini? Can you lease a Lamborghini with a lease you anything? Lease yeah, that's... leasing companies will lease you anything. They'll lease you the shirt oh. off their back, probably. All crazy, all crazy. So okay, so now I mean the real big story, TK. I mean, since you've been <laughs> hiding under a rock somewhere. Yeah, TK. making sales. Did you not hear about the mass shootings up in Vaughn? Oh, that was a that was a big one. That's uh that's a big one. That's a sad story of a very crazy. Not sad just story. not just like a con like a, you know the condo develop or the condo management side is, you know, I don't think the main story there. I don't know all the details. You know, I imagine that there's lots of people who have had issues before, and there's some condos that have more issues than others, and, and different things, right? But it's more of a of a mental health um, issue, right? Where you know that that individual may may have been in another situation at a workplace or something else, and the same thing might have happened. But um, condolences to those people's families, man. That's a that's a tragic um, a tragic story. It is a crazy story, and you know yeah. what? Like I have, I think, a little bit of a different take on it than most people might. Okay. I'm sure, but. Uh... Not, not, I mean, listen, obviously murdering five people over this is absolute insanity. Okay. Don't get me wrong, but this is a, I'm sure there's mental illness as part of the story as well, but like, this is a long, long battle. Right. And, and, and I think between, you know, real estate, greed, money, and the horrible, horrible legal system that we have here in this country, mm -hmm. something happened that just didn't need to happen, right? Mm -hmm. If you actually dig into the story and you listen to what T the guy Tell the story saying, for the people who haven't heard heard about it. Just give a well, brief synopsis. Well, brief synopsis is um, a, a guy who was in a legal battle with his condo board and with the developer that built his condo. Um, it... it, it it was seven year legal battle. Uh, probably a lot of crazy stuff happened between point A and point Z, but it ended with this guy shooting up the uh, condo board members in the building a couple of days ago or a couple of nights ago. Right. And I mean, people have posted the guy's videos and people have posted his Facebook posts. And, you know, a lot of people want to say that the guy's just crazy and chalk it up to that. But if you actually listen to what he's saying the guy the guy bought a condo to live in okay and he probably spent a lot of money for him 
when he did it. I don't know how much money this guy has. And there's reports from 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 inspectors that corroborate his story that he, he lived above the mechanical room and he could feel like a vibration and a hum all the time. Right. And it was making him freaking crazy. It was making him shake. Right. And then he said there was some kind of like exhaust coming into his room, making the the breathe, the quality of the air, like not very breathable and making him have some symptoms. Right. And so I think, you know, he tried to get it fixed because, you know, you point out to the developer, hey, my floor shakes and you get an inspection and they go, yeah, the floor shakes. And the so what happens after that? Right. Like what happens between, hey, my floor shakes and bam, 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 bam. Right. And this guy apparently like multiple floors, multiple units, like he went out and he was just boom, fed up. He went and killed a whole bunch of people, which is crazy that he mm -hmm. got to that point. Right. But what's really crazy is that somebody could be forced to live in a place for seven years that they paid for that has evidence of shaking, right? Like who could live in that for seven years and, you know, not go crazy. Yeah. But he said he starts talking about and they say it's conspiracy theories, but he's like these developers, they're corrupt and they're paying off the lawyers and they're paying off the judges and they're paying off everybody and it's everybody against me and who knows what's what's going on but i've been in the legal system i mean you can really get the ring around for like a long long time right mm -hmm. and you can really get screwed around in this thing so i can only imagine what ha actually happened i mean we'll never find out what actually happened mm. but it's like this is easily I've, I've, avoidable I've, I've, i think i've i've sold people's houses with these same type of issues okay not I've, that I've I'm sold, condoning I, it. Like, please, I, no, nobody I'm, I'm takes this saying, out of context. Maybe not at this here. level, but what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is, and because you, your perspective is what it was, and just kind of want to reinforce what I was saying before is, you know, there's plenty of people who have issues with their neighbors, with their place, and all that kind of stuff. And when they and they come to me because, you know, eventually you have to sell. Like, eventually you have to do things. And I've heard like crazy horror stories, police involved, and violence, and all sorts of stuff between neighbors and different altercations, sure. and. You know, even the ones who are the like the ones who are the most stable, you know, get out and they and they and they they take their losses and they move on. The the ones who are the least stable, yeah, they come up with a whole bunch of stories and they they tell me about the police are involved and all these sort of really really far fetched type of ideas that they've come up with. Um, and again, you know, my solution is, you know, we get it sold, we get it moved, and, and move on. Never have I met anybody who is going to escalate it to that level so that's no, but why he I tried say, to sell it if you look at the history he tried to sell it multiple times he couldn't sell it the floor shook okay right but eventually eventually you know i i sold one of these guys was like may 2020 something like that it was like the whole world was ending yeah and there were so many problems and, and we listed it i think at 700 and we got feedback so i dropped the price to 650 and i sold it for 650 there's always a way to get it sold, right? So yeah, but you can you can't drop the price enough to fucking pay to redo the mechanical room so I the disagree. unit doesn't shake. I disagree that somebody there's a price for everything. But don't right? you think if it was like so quick and easy, the developer would have just done it, fixed it? Quick like, and easy to why fix didn't, the issues? Yeah. Like, yeah, and like why well, didn't Terry on make issues. him fix the issues? Yeah, I don't think you can fix the issues. What I'm saying is selling it. I think there's a there's a 
But why there's, wasn't there's the guy protected from, from this situation over the last seven years? Like, why didn't anybody step in and say, hey, like, floor shakes? We should because get this the legal, guy in the legal a... system's broken. And, uh, you know, I'm sure part of his personality and some of the things that he had said or done. Sure discredited him and that there was, was a neighbor that there was a neighbor that said that he had mentioned to his wife on numerous occasions that like this is not going to end well like this was yeah. like a known thing in the building right yeah. like this building apparently has had some issues with their condo board but anyways mm-hmm. i think the point is is that these are things that happen in like really crazy real estate markets right like we have another example of something that happened yesterday where we have like young teenage girls, um, what are they calling it? Um, hoarding? Hoarding? No, not hoarding. But they all like come up on a homeless guy and stab yeah. him and stab kill him. him. Forget yeah. the name they use for it. I'll, it'll probably come to me as I'm talking about something else. But like there's a word that, for it. So does are you saying because he's homeless that the real estate industry is in related to this well it's related to it sure i mean everything because mm-hmm. at the end of, of the day well well let's relate it to something because it's a canadian real estate show sure. we have a it's all real estate related high, that's the point we, we have an incredibly high amount of homeless in toronto and vancouver mm-hmm. right like it is it's a pretty significant issue that we've got it's right fine. like homeless homelessness is something that if not addressed like if you hear about la i haven't been to la you know for a long time so i don't know what it's like personally but i've seen the photos and i've watched um, skid row videos and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And it is bad. Like downtown LA is like, it is not a place to go um, when you visit. And um, I, be- I believe that uh, Toronto and Vancouver will end up like that if we don't do something about it. Right. There's just too many mental health issues. There's too many social issues that we have to resolve. Um, and the homeless situation is, is, is only getting worse. I mean, every year it seems to get worse. Right. So what does that, what does that say about the stability of our of our society, right? Like if, if people don't have a place to live, we need to have at least options for people to go to, even though we all want like, oh, you know, let's fix everybody, mental health. Yeah, of course. I, I gr- Grassroots, let's get it done. Let's help people with, you know, family issues and childhood support. All those things will lead to better uh, outcomes for the individuals. But at the end of the day, you can't just say, well, you know, we're going to fix this. And in 20 years, the problem is going to go away. No, you got to address something today. Like the government's got to step in and do some like serious, you know, like they have these hotels. I notice like the old hotels or shelters, like the Nova Hotel down on um, uh, Esplanade. Uh, there's another one at Markham in Progress on um, Estate Drive. You know, you can just see the type of people that are living there and stuff like that. Like these are the these are the solutions that they need to come up with, right? Is to create these mass shelters that are able to be able to house people who do need the help today. You know, and figure and figure out, you know, in 20 years, you know, hopefully the other social programs will help people improve. But, you know, how can we give people housing today? And it's not by building new. There is no solution building new. It's about converting what already exists into more shelters. Right. So I think they just released something about uh, rooming houses now being legal. Did you see that? No, that's great news. Well, I, I suppose it could help with some of the people that are on the street that had, you know, a few hundred bucks that they could pay a month. So, so rooming houses, right? So there's, um, um, I don't know all the technical terms. I've, I've only dealt with it a couple of times, but there's uh, um, support from uh, different institutions and charities and the government, right? To be able to help pay for these beds. And the issue, I mean, one of the biggest issues is getting people to run them. But the second biggest issue is the zoning, trying to get them to be permitted. 
Yeah, they weren't permitted. Right. And now yeah. apparently they are or they're going to be very soon. Yeah. So, so you, as as an individual, you want to get into the housing market, you can buy a rooming house. And there's people out there. There's people who run rooming houses, like they're second generation rooming houses. They've that's their sort of like call to life. This is what makes them tick every single day is helping people. And you could go and, you know, hopefully if this is if this is true what you're saying, everything works out. You could go and buy a larger home and then you could rent out the rooms and you could stick a couple guys in the room and you know, you're getting money that's uh, government supported, whether it be through um, Ontario works like uh, ODSP or, or um, a private charity, whatever it is. There's a, there's a lot of different uh, options. Um, and then you can run your own little rooming house and have your own little business, right. That you're, that you're happy to have. I think, I, th I think it's, it's a necessary part of uh, any society. Right. For sure. It's just, yeah. it's uh it's, it's amalgamating it with the neighbors that Who cares don't, about the neighbors? well, this is the thing. We don't want that, dead homeless the, people on it's the, the street same because a bunch cycle. of teenagers stabbed them to death. I agree. I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying I'm, what we get is these Just fucking neighbors that say like, I don't think so. I don't want to live beside a, a rooming no house. You No say. You get no say. You should. Well, that apparently Guess what is you get to happening. do. You get the same options that the guy on Jane Street had, which was put your house up for sale, sell it and move it and take Very whatever well. price that you can get. It's an open market. Those yeah. are the options you have. You don't like your neighbors. You move. Move. This is the, everybody's option. Everyone always says, well, I had no choice. I no, you have a choice. You're going you to move like what the options are. Anywhere you could move, you could move beside a potential. You can, move. You can rent, you can sell, you can rent out your house. I guess you, you just got to get over the idea. Suck it up. Hey, Suck just, it up. How about you start pretending now that next door it's a rooming house already? Anyways, TK, let's move right. back a layer. Okay, let's intense. move back a layer. Merry no, Christmas. Serious topics, especially for Christmas. Merry but hold Christmas. on a sec. What yeah. the fuck motivates 13-year-old girls to like TikTok. swarm a guy and kill him? Social media. Is it just only, is it just social only, media? It's the only thing that uh, possibly could make sense. But my that. my kids aren't doing that. My kids have follow, a fairly not following the right people. Well, but maybe it's a stable house plus TikTok or like living in a shelter and watching TikTok or like there's got to be them a leader. There's a leader in I don't here. know. There's, there's got a leader. But this is not like happy kids, you know, doing our arts and crafts project. This is like hmm. this is crazy, crazy. I remember when I was 12 years old. Right. And I never stolen, you know, and they're girls did anything. And there was a guy who was like, we sh we're going to shoplift. And sure. Like, we're going to, we're going to shoplift. Right. And because I had, you know, gotten into that school, I didn't know as many people I'm making friends and all that kind of stuff. And I remember that it was like, okay, there was a can of pop out of this store called uh, Tugsies. It was like a, it was like a little diner type of thing. Right. Tugsies. Are you Tugsies. sure it was a diner? It was called Tugsies. A picture of a right. boat. It was a tugboat. It was called Tugsies. And they served great chicken teriyaki. That's what we used to get. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so like, we like went in there and it was like the most nerve wracking Tugsies. thing ever. And then I'm opening up the door and I'm taking a can of pop. And I don't really think I have a shoplift again, to be honest with you. It's not my thing. You know, I, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to afford a can of pop. Um, and I never really needed anything. I don't really have expensive taste. So that was my experience though. And that was because of the peer pressure, you know, the peer pressure for, for me to steal that can of pop existed with those girls to, Whoa, but hold on a sec, doing. bro. Let's not compare stealing a, I'm a, telling a you, can of pop from Tugsies, okay? I'm telling you, that's we what it is. It's not the same, TK. They Why? killed the guy. Okay, but I'm just saying that the girls, 
obviously would regret it. I don't think that they were they were all villainous murderers looking like it was just like, oh, this is going to be cool. And it's just a homeless guy knows that whatever was going on through their head. Well, yeah. I'm just saying that peer pressure is very powerful, especially at that age. 13 year old girls. Have you seen how girls uh, um, and they're girls? Can, can I think with that's each other. Girls are nasty sometimes. Yeah, I guess. But they're like, nasty. I know it's all about equal Young rights and girls. everybody's equal and everything. Boys and girls, everybody's the same right now. But like, yeah. I'm sorry. This is a stupid boy idea. This is not a girl idea. This is it's a boy. This idea. is mind bending, crazy, idea. stupid yeah. stuff. So, but like. Look at the escalation and look at what's going on. I mean, it's not every, I mean, it, it's pretty much every day now we're hearing about a shooting or a stabbing downtown or we're seeing some footage of people dodging bullets in restaurants and Queen Street. And like, so is this, what is this? Is this because we're just this big melting pot of, uh, of immigration and different ways of doing things and handling things and not necessarily like, like, is this the way we do stuff here? It, it just feels like such a different Canada to me. Like when I grew up, like we had one murder a year and it was probably by accident, you know, like that was Toronto. You could go anywhere. You could run into people's houses. You could, you know, you went out, you know, you went out and it was like almost dark when you came back and your parents had no idea where you were. You didn't even know where the fuck you were. Right. <laughs> and now like, man, I think, Apple I think GPS what happens, tracker on everyone. What happens is something that um, one, like overall, the world is is becoming um, a little bit more bipolar as far as like socioeconomic classes. So the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer. So there's a bigger Split, gap. Divide, right? We're eliminating the middle class. That's that's something giant. that's happening for sure. But mm. in a um, big metropolitan city like Toronto or any other big city in the world, that that's compounded right there's just way more uh separation i was at a, a family function and in in, in on, on the weekend you know and they're talking about some of the private school kids and some of the lifestyles that these kids live and it's like night and day compared to anything i've ever grown up with or that i'm familiar with and i can only imagine what the um you know the people who are growing up in the in the struggling families you know whose mom's got you know a couple job and you know their fathers aren't in the picture and, you know, they're living, you know, in social housing and stuff like that, too. Like, ima imagine just what about. that would look like. I, I I wouldn't even begin to understand that type of uh, life. And right? add so, yeah, TikTok and it, into it and, and all exactly. this other stuff. And then in a city shit. like this, it just means we have more and more and more of that, you know, and that that's and that becomes it weighs on your on your mental health. Right. Because you don't feel like you have hope and you feel like there's really nowhere that you're going in life and that you don't have any examples in front of you. Like, think about how beneficial it is just growing up having successful people around you having people doing good things people who are going to school people who are like eating healthy whatever just all those things that influence you as a kid impact your life like in the future right and if i if i took away all these great people i had in my life i would have never turned out the way that i did you know and if and if i had added in a bunch of like uber successful and motivated people i would have I would have been projected even further right because of that so imagine growing up and literally having, you know, an uncle in jail, you know, you don't even know your dad. Yeah. Your mom is not around because she's working all the time. Your brother's in a gang and, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're just there on your own. What do you do? You stab homeless people, right? Like, Fuck. It's fucked up. Who draws that line, though? I mean, but that's what it is. 
I, but this is where things are leading. Okay. So now, so now like what's next, right? Like what's next? Things are going to get nuttier. I mean, things are going to get worse in the economy. People are going to lose jobs. People are going to lose their houses. People are going to lose their businesses. Things mm. are going to go upside down, right? People are going to stretch themselves this Christmas thinking next year's going to be my year, baby. I'm going to make it. And their stocks are going to turn to the fucking mush, right? Mm. Like, yeah. but this is what we're coming up onto i'm pretty goddamn sure not positive but i'm pretty goddamn sure like i don't see okay what like is there a good sign i saw one good sign actually you want to talk about some positivity from this guy yeah i saw that uh five-year fixed mortgage rates started coming down Ooh, Ooh. watch out watch yeah. out like lower than october levels <laughs> But down, down, down. That is a positive sign for now, for now, mm -hmm. for now, right? Bond, bond market thinks bond, the bond things market. are going to be okay in five years. Yeah. Which I mean, fuck. If they're not okay in five years, TK. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh my God. Five Holy years. That's so long. Cow. But like, what is in five years? I mean, listen, once it bottoms, you can start making money in real estate again. Can't you? Yeah. But are you sure it's the bottom? Like, how long do you wait till you know that? I'm pretty sure we're not at the bottom yet. This is not that's even the, close that's to the, the bottom. That's the one thing that I'm very, like, bottom. you know, like the writing's on the wall that we have not seen the full impact of the rate hikes, uh, both on the buyer's capabilities and on the current homeowner's um, ability to service that debt. Um I feel like and every the economic fallout from that, which would include job losses and all that stuff, nothing is going to start getting better. Everything is going to get a little bit worse, and then we'll figure out where the bottom is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supply chains worse, retail numbers worse, unemployment numbers worse, gas prices better. Hey. Mm. Mm. What's going on? What happens that? with gas prices? See, this is crazy. I was looking yesterday and I was saying to people, we bought, I think it was in 2000 and no, maybe 2000 and hmm, was it before I lost all my money? Yeah, that would make sense. Probably like 2006, I got this thing. It's beautiful yeah. Mercedes. It was a diesel. Okay. Mm. And diesel was like cheaper than regular gas. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that diesel, that car, that thing went so far on the money saver right diesel, there. man. Yep. That was so great. Uh, but now, um, like gas is a buck thirty something, and diesel's like two thirty something. Yeah. What the hell's going on? There's a gas but that in your pipe and trucking shortage. Diesel drivers. Maybe but there's like maybe a truck. Yeah, in the states, there's like a, a a shipping shortage for diesel or some kind of crap like that. Like some diesel shortage now. So there's always something. There's like, how can a trucking company make money when diesel's so expensive? Right. Mm -hmm. This is, this is just not good at all. And like, I don't think this war is ending anytime soon. So, so having said all this, TK. Yeah. Is there a chance? I mean, it seems like inflation seems to be coming down month after month. Like it's not going up. It's not getting worse. We haven't seems seen a little stagnant, but well, maybe a saying. little stagnant, but it's not yeah. getting worse. Right. Yeah. 
we, we I think all we've peaked. I think we've peaked in inflation. The year over year peak in CPI, inflation called yeah, by think, TK I, Butler on the Canadian I, I think, real estate I think that, show. I think that that is the way it is because even the biggest bears, they're all calling for like these deflationary pressures and everything else like that. So I think that even Trent. we can agree like, you know, Trent and everybody else. Deflationary spiral from and, hell and, is uh, coming Luke, is what he's saying. Right. Yeah. So Luke. I think that that would be something that we could all agree on is that, yeah, we had this high period of inflation and now it's time to start heading back down. And that's why, you know, everything's happening the way it is. And so it would make sense that the inflation numbers would be not getting worse. I'm not going to say that they're going to get better faster. I think it's going to take a long time before inflation. At the current rate of uh, improvement, you're talking years before we get back down to the Bank of Canada's target. Years. Are we? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they they raised the rates pretty fast and then they like dropped point, them really like, fast. We don't know like what's going to happen. It was like 0.1% um, improvement month over month. Right. So to just to do one point, that would be like 10 months. We got like four points to go like or more. But we have a lot of rate hikes that like we haven't noticed yet. Haven't okay. we? Okay. So you think that rate of deceleration will, will, will increase? I have no clue. I, I all. Okay. I nothing I say means anything because it's Good. generally wrong. But what I what I do see is. And I can't imagine how, like, if retail sales are strong this holiday season, I'll be shocked. But that just means we're we're totally fucked. Like, there, <laughs> if 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 retail if people sales go out are, and spend way too much money this Christmas. No, but if if numbers are good for trouble. Christmas, we're in we're trouble because we're getting yeah. hiked at the end of January, like yeah, yeah, zero yeah. doubt. They need to they need to destroy the retailers this Christmas. Like, like no but, one needs to buy. If it's Christmas Day right now, when you're listening to this, yeah, and if don't you bought too many presents buy anything. for your kids, yeah, you caused us all a lot of pain. Fucking assholes! Stop Please. buying stuff. You're Stop ruining everything, stuff. right? I'm trying to no, get rates seriously. back down. I got to renew my mortgage in a few years. Okay. But 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 we're gonna see. Uh, hopefully, we just see like dead sales. We just see dead sales because what I think is gonna happen. Okay, we yeah. saw knock rate sales on the last release. Okay, it was not up to expectations. All these tech stocks, all all these retailers, everybody's stocks are going down. And I think people are waiting to fire people because they think it's going to be busy at Christmas time. So they're just hanging on to people that they would have fired already. But it's like, what am I going to fire all these people and then hire more people for Christmas? Like, we'll just wait another I'll, month. I'll be, I'll be honest, though. I'm not hearing that. Okay. So I'm hearing that. People I know you've hiring? got some anecdotal stories. I'm hearing that it's very hard to retain people. I think that there's still... Like I know, we know that the vacancy rates for jobs. Is, yeah, I think is, people are just uh, decreasing. I think... So there's there's obviously the jobs are getting filled, but it's still very difficult to find people to work. It's super hard. Well, look, yeah. the unemployment so is super low. When it's but... super hard to find people, I, I just don't see that happening on a wide scale today. Right today, but yeah. after Boxing Week or month, whatever we do nowadays, it used to be Boxing Day, by the way. Yes, And we didn't have Cyber Monday and whatever the fuck Friday was before that. Okay, but anyway, so mm -hmm. after Boxing Month, so let's say after January when they release like retail numbers and they're, they dove off of a cliff, there's going to be mass layoffs all over the place. Mass layoffs though, Daryl? 
mass like the layoffs, seasonal man. stuff, the retail, yeah. the, the jobs no, that are normally. I think it's seasonal layoffs. plus the stuff to actually maybe start turning a profit for next year because every who do you who do you know that doesn't think 2023 is gonna be tight as fuck? I agree. I'm not saying that that's the case, but what yeah. I'm saying is talking to people who actually own some of the businesses, there's a lot of people looking for uh employees. Yeah. And there seems to be a bunch of people. This is true. They fill out. So one guy told me they filled yeah. out the application. My friend calls them right away. Hey, I just got your application. Um, You want to come in for an interview? Yeah, I told you. Bailey got the job right no, away. No, I'm okay. What kind of work though? Are these good jobs? Restaurant, restaurant, right? This is the thing. It's restaurant. Whatever. I'm just giving you an example. And fucking retail. And the guy's like, and the guy's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. But you just sent me in the resume like two minutes ago. Like, yeah, what but do you mean? Seven other people called me before you. He's you're like, too slow. Ah, you know what? I was just sending in the resume. He's like, what are you, what are you talking what about? Fuck, so I, my gym <laughs> uh, a friend owns a gym. Okay, so a guy owns a gym. So dumb. Same thing. Booked five people in for an interview. One shows up. Right. One shows up to, yeah. to to have an interview to work at the gym. Yeah, but that's gonna dry up like like in an instant. Why? It's just the, gonna the stop. Gym, the gym business is flourishing. The gym business might yeah, be fine. The restaurants, I suppose, the restaurants yeah. are doing well, right? Yeah, and they then, are. And this at the problem, moment. restaurant wise, I talked to somebody who's a you know executive with a with a, a big uh, restaurant chain owner, and the same issues are so, faced all over. So, but Canada. what do you think is gonna happen? They're just gonna like rates are gonna be here, and everything's just gonna like keep going like normal. I think that the job loss market. They're trying to has kill not, the jobs. They're, they're trying. trying to kill the jobs, but they, 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 the, the data shows. think they'll be successful? The data shows right now, and it's a lagging indicator. I know, and I'm just it's being positive. Christmas. That there's going to be there's going to be less layoffs than everybody thinks. There's a Put lot in of, the comments below. Did you spend as much as you normally spend this year on Christmas presents for people? Or did you spend more or less? <laughs> I would love to know if. More. You spent more? Yeah. yeah, but TK, you're a fucking superstar. I'm just you're saying. the you're the host of the Canadian Real Estate Show. Everybody uses you. You're Dude, on the like reason the, best the reason team I said Canada. more is because everything costs more money this year. Inflation. But it, okay, fine. But that's a really yeah. Good you know what? Some point. of the things I'm ordering things on Amazon. Did you try and spend less. I'm going. I'm going like this. I'm just going like yeah. No, 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 no. And I'm like fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. I'm like, what the hell is going on, Daryl? Money it is was way more money to buy stuff year. for my kids this year. Way more money to, to, to get little trying trinkets. To spend less, or were you're you going like, to use you know, twice and throw out? Daddy had some good times. I don't know when the good times are going to roll again. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see what <laughs> happens. Saying, Let's I, go. I filled the stockings. You know, I just filled the stockings. Nothing crazy. With, with cold. But it was more money. With did you put fillers? Some dollar store filler. Is there anything I went to Dollarama. Dollar I literally that's a dollar. I went to I went to Dollarama and I spent a hundred bucks there on little fillers too. Absolutely. Filler, lots of Normally filler. I'd go to like Walmart or Canadian Tire, like you know, something like that. But this year I said, you know what? Dollarama stock is up, they're doing well. I know someone who works there. I thought, hey, let's go support. So I dropped a hundred bucks. I even yeah. got my wife a couple of things for her stocking stuffer there. Oh, even why is that not normal? Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not going to, like, you know, pay mm -hmm. more money than I have to. So, I, you know, paid $3.25 for something that maybe I would have had to spend six bucks on. All right. Mm -hmm. hmm. So See, I want to do another channel on how to save money with TK Butler. It doesn't sound like you're able. <laughs> it's not going to be a great channel. It's not going to last too long. Yeah. But this is actually another good point. You're just bringing up all these good points by accident. Like, where? Listen, you're not stupid either. I mean, everybody that has half a brain is like scaling back wherever they can, if they can, right? So, like, 
many a time in my lifetime, I've been like, I got nothing left. Like, there's nothing to scale back. There's nothing else I'm willing to give up right now. Mm, right? Good. I'm glad nothing left. There's always maybe, something to scale back. Yeah. Listen, you can always listen. scale back, but Craft are you dinner, willing? Three times a day. Okay. That becomes another Taking problem. The Taking the bus. Will bunk that burn beds. Off? Bunk, bunk beds. beds. Bunk right? beds. One bedroom apartment. Uh -huh. Everybody's got the ability to scale back. It's whether or not you are choosing to do so or not. Yeah, the I'm choosing not to right now, the, for sure. But the worst positions, you know, in their life because of debt that they've taken on. But let's every just... time it's always been um, revolving around this exuberant lifestyle that they're living. Sometimes it seems simple on the outside, but you know, TK. The, the cuts were not made at the right time, Daryl. Whether they're made at the right or the wrong time, like let's just take a normal person, okay, who has normal everyday expenses going into the last few years, okay? Okay, how much money does a normal person make? I don't fucking know anymore. Like if you don't make six figures, I can't I don't know how you can survive right now. How much money right? does a normal so person make? A normal make? person probably makes sixty to eighty thousand dollars. Sixty to eighty before tax, right? Is that before, before tax? tax? Oh god. So. Okay. So you let's say a... so sixty might turn into what, like forty? 45 yeah but but 20 25 percent i don't fucking know okay what about 80 same thing like let's say yeah, 60 to, i think 60 to 80 you're paying about the same tax yeah okay so what do you got every month five grand six grand 40 to 60 so you got four to five grand holy okay so now you're paying to live okay so you're already fucking tight as hell right going into all this nuttiness right and what do we let's say we're just a renter even like renter owner whatever okay how much should you be paying for rent right now if you're making that much money and your single income? How much money? Should how much you be should on you rent? be, or how yeah, much you will you be? Four, let's let's call it four thousand dollars a month rent. What should be your rent? Four thousand dollars a month rent? No income. Income. Well, they Sorry, say thirty percent. Right? income. They say thirty percent, but the truth is, is you need much more than that. But what's thirty percent of four grand? That's like. Okay, is it? It's like fifteen hundred. 1300 1333 right all right somewhere in there okay so yeah. i mean you could probably find a place for that so that's okay so there you go 1300 bucks let's say 1200 you're a savvy motherfucker and you found a great place for 1200 bucks right there's yeah. not much left what's left 2800 bucks 2800 bucks food maybe you got a car gas How much you spend on food a month insurance. not much you're eating what's craft food dinner budget, right Joe? now because your food budget's crazy my food budget is absolutely it's so crazy how much ridiculous. money you spend ridiculous like, it's not me yeah. Although yeah. I have been eating a it's lot so of it crazy. lately. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What What's do you a think normal a budget? Food budget? 100 bucks a one week? Person. 150 bucks a week? Right? Five, five, six hundred bucks a month if you do it right? Oh, that'd be so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so okay. So, so. But you, okay. need, you need your internet and all that kind of Car stuff. Car or transportation, you're easy you 300, grand. 400, 500 bucks a month. Easy, like on the cheap side, right? That's probably right. like. Like Ubers and and transit is what three hundred bucks a, a car. month. You got insurance, you know, you yeah. need gas and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, five six hundred thousand bucks, bucks a month for your for your for your expenses. And let's car. let's remember this is before things went up. Okay, yeah. this is like normal times. Now, could you get stuff all in that range again? Yeah, but you got to unravel what you already might have, or like. What happens when things change? Like they're changing now. When everything gets change? more expensive, TK. It's going to change. Your rent stays the same. All that stuff. Your, you got an extra gas thousand, goes up. You got, your you got an insurance goes up. Your to, internet to goes up. save and invest and maybe everything do a little fun up. things, buy some presents and all that kind of stuff after after all those numbers that we gave on How a much you know, is left average there? person's budget. 
But how many people do that? That's the point of my question. How much how is many left? People do that? Did we have any money a left? A thousand bucks. So about it was about two grand for uh, for after your food and your uh, housing, internet, all that stuff. Did thousand really bucks for your transportation. Up? That's three grand. You got a thousand bucks left to live off of and do all the fun things that you want. How okay? much? Thousand bucks left. If you made, a thousand if you bucks 4K. a month. People yeah. can live off of three grand a month. I'm yeah. You should Whoa. be. I'm not saying people are doing it very well. I'm saying that that would be what a responsible budget would be. Mm -hmm. Now, how many people are- What about a phone and internet and stuff? You got that, that stuff in there. in there? I put that all in there. Food, car, internet, insurance, like things you need. Thousand bucks like for car, Daryl. Like yeah. clothes and like maybe actually seeing a human or something, like a fridge magnet that you like, like <laughs> anything. Or no, They're, like I said, you know, this is a responsible budget for somebody who wants to left over. live on, you know, what they've, what they've, what, what they're able to make at this time. So what do people do? They get married, married. double the budget, double the budget, double the budget. So, you know, now, so now my expenses now go from, yeah, now we're really living two grand a month to $4,000 a month. I get a nicer place. I so what do we do? Do we save the car. difference? Maybe I only need a thousand bucks a car. Now no. I have more money. So this no, is we got a C550, bro. We step it up on the rent. We get a jacuzzi. These are the problems. Right? These are the problems right now. All of a sudden, everyone goes, man, I need to Barbados. get this. I need to have, you know, kids. I need Bottle to have service, bro. Oh my God. So I went to a club for the first time and I don't even know how long. And they got... When? Like a couple of days ago. What day is this? <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. Okay. You went to a club? We we went to what a club was that for, like? for somebody's birthday. Yeah. Bottle service. Okay. Fifteen hundred dollars. You get a hundred square feet with a sofa in it and two yeah. bottles of like whatever alcohol you want. Yeah. And you serve yourself all night. Like that who can do this kind of thing? I'm looking at these. People like you guys are idiots. This is just so idiots, stupid. Right? Idiots. And people are walking around like I, I I I was never a big fan of the whole club scene, but like it is it is a wacky place, man. But it was slamming and people are waiting in the freezing cold, half naked, 1 a.m. And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, but like, where's the money all coming from for, for everybody? I mean, tw where do 20 year olds get money? OSAP. 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 Yeah. Oh, OSAP. no. Oh, yes. student debt. Oh. And they're, they're spending that money at the club. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Yeah. Oh, this is just a, a tough mess, life. TK. That's a tough life. Now, it's when I was mess. in my 20s, young, 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 young 20s, yeah. would that have been a good Saturday night for me? Yes. Sure. So live it up. Enjoy your life. Do what you got to do. Enjoy your life. Do what you got to do. Flaunt that stuff you got there. Holy but when you get older cow. and you have a fixed budget, these are your, it's your responsibility to live within your means. And that I'm hoping that we do have a major economic disaster. Hoping? That's going to be strong enough, not to hurt people in the way that, you know, that can happen, but strong enough to change the mindset of people who are 20 years old today. So that when they get to 30, when they get to 40, when they All get right. to 50, they're going to have better saving habits, less debt. They're going to be afraid of debt. They're going to be scared of it. They're going to say, oh my gosh, if I take on that debt, what if rates go back up like they did before? I remember all Why? those people that it but, happened to. But are my generation, that never happened to. We've been no, in but a the boomers, you think they all are safe right now? They're all in the fucking stock market. They're all, all their savings just disintegrated. Boomers are fine. Boomers the boomers are, are fine. Boomers are 
What about a boomer that had a million dollars in the stock market going into going into the pandemic and now it's like just decimated? They don't need the money. Don't need the money. Why no. the hell not? Because their houses uh, they're oh. going to hold. They're going to just hold. They don't need to access oh. the money. They'll, the biggest thing in any investment is is when do you need that cash back? Are these overvalued and bubble if, stocks coming back though? I'm just saying when do you need when do you need to access that money? Because if you only need to draw so much now. from it, it's not yeah. going to it's not going to impact you. They're not going to just cash out all of a sudden, you know? And if they're 65 right now and they plan on using that money over the next 20 years, you know, I wouldn't be cashing out right now, would you? I would be holding on to it. No, you can't cash out right when, now. Which just turns around, which most likely pray. it will after 20 years. 20 years if you got yeah. 20 years left, yeah. Some well, boomers no, are in their like late seventies. Okay, well then your kids will will use the money when when you go, right? I mean that's part of life. You are just so positive, TK. It's I'm just like, saying. And then like, the hat. We should. I should put a halo over your head the people, for the entire the pe episode. The people the all say, like, "Oh, you're you. losing all this equity," but it's only if you need the money. People's house prices going down. It's only affecting the people who need to sell. Right. Right. So I agree or, the market's going down. I agree if you need to sell in the next 12 months, you're getting you're going to get killed and you're going to be competing against people who need to sell. And that's not a place that you want to be in. If you want to sell and you're competing against people who need to sell, good luck. Well, hopefully right? that's, not, that's not where you want to be. Hopefully the bond market continues to force the fixed rates down and we avoid this renewal disaster that I see coming down the pipe. And by the way, Mm -hmm. TK, I know I say it first all the time on this channel regularly, but everybody else is talking about this now. It's everywhere. Everybody's worried about the renewal thing now. They all watch the show. Obviously. Talking about it for a long time. Yeah. yeah. But now it's becoming a thing. So I don't, yeah. but I don't think there was no way in my model. This is another fixed... trigger rate crisis. It's well, another, maybe because um, there what was, was the other one again. What was the other one? Uh, um, something cliff. Deferral cliff. Deferral cliff. The deferral cliff. It's now the renewal crisis. Crisis. The renewal crisis of 2023. I see it coming, but I mean, I, I didn't see fixeds getting uh, lower than variables an and heading an down. The other, the other thing too that people don't talk a lot about is these these amortization periods that I'm hearing oh, are fuck way higher than what I thought they were allowed to do. I don't understand everything about the banking system, but I'm hearing things like. 35 36 37 year amortization rates yeah now wait wait in. for six months yeah but i'm just saying like that that does help people with their payments so there, there may not be as many issues in that regard but there will be people who have to renew who have to get a higher rate who won't be able to afford the new uh cost and they'll have to sell and will have no choice and they'll be there on the market competing against you maybe that was good right um, let's do our end of the year review, Daryl, before we wrap it up here. Okay. I'm up for that. I am not prepared for it, but I am up for it. Well, end of year it. We review. Some, we had some amazing guests this year. Holy. We had, a, we had every side of the aisle, you know, we had people just talking about this, talking about Everybody that. except for Kondo Wong from the, from my original list has been on the show, TK. Yeah. Kondo okay. Wong is the only one who has eluded us. So well, he's Kondo Wong is, you know, it's a, he's in control of his own destiny. You know, if he wants to be, make it to the big times, uh, you know, it's up to him. But we had some other great people. We had right? some YouTubers. Great we brought on a lot of YouTubers this year. Great we insights. On a lot of people. We made a lot of friends. Yeah. I feel like we've made so many new friends. So many from new friends. This channel. Yeah. 
right? And even listen. commenters who we don't even know like what their faces are. There are. I know. I feel like I know some of them. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Right. And, and, and I mean, yeah, it's been it's been a nice ride, but this year's been very. Uh, whoa. The, the, this this year's been very interesting and been very fruitful from a content creation standpoint. I mean, it hasn't been hard to come up with things to talk about. Not that mm -hmm. either of us has a problem coming up with things to talk about. Yeah. Right. Nonsense. But like, it's been a pretty nutty year. I mean, we, we've seen an entire generation go through the fastest, craziest, steepest rate height cycle of all time. Fastest uh, and largest price deceleration that we've seen, and a whole bunch of loudmouths over thirty years. Us saying what we thought would happen, we're so yeah. fucking wrong. It's crazy, yeah. right? Like yeah. so wrong. It's crazy, and like even the people that are kind of right were like pretty wrong too. So yeah. like, who you want to know what's uh, gonna happen next year? Then uh, you know, watch everybody on YouTube, yeah. and then uh, just think the opposite. It's a safe bet. Safe bet. Especially if it's <laughs> Tiff McCallum. I mean, fuck, definitely. There needs to be a special filter on, on YouTube where you can like press opposite. Yeah, just exactly. Just for the just Bank of Canada speeches, right? The, the opposite part uh, yeah. uh, comes out instead, right? But We're yeah, going to ruin everything. We're going to destroy the economy and uh, we don't really care. Thank we've you. Had, we've had some great, we've had some great people that, um, you know, shared about you know, the facts, we had people come on who had their own um, businesses where they were trying to promote them and we wouldn't let them, you know, oh, we, <laughs> we, we made sure that we controlled the narrative, you know, and we, and we gave the viewers and the listeners what they wanted to hear, you know, um, we had some repeat guests, people who had been on the show, some people that not everybody liked, you we know, were... there's some people that are controversial, they're, they're classified as controversial. We were guests on another person's show. We were TK. guests on another show. Two shows. Well, but one of them hasn't come out yet, so okay. I don't know. Maybe it'll come out by the time this is out. Yeah, and we've got invitations. We find out about that. Maybe others. it got scrapped. Most, most of them we don't accept. Most of the invitations. Most people who are inviting us, there's a reason that they have the time to invite us. And that's, that's right. why we've rejected them. But there are some guests who's, who's invited us, and there's other people who have talked to us uh, more recently, and those were definitely invitations we will accept. We but, are, uh, uh, we are we're out there, uh, we're out there we're baby. There. We're out there. People We're are listening value. for whatever reason. They're and I listening. Want, and I want to say thank we you, love it. Daryl. Thank you. Thank you on behalf of myself and the Canadian Real Estate Show and all Look the listeners you. because your hard work and effort mm. is the only reason the show exists. And that if anyone enjoys watching and hearing us and, and doing all the things that we do, um, thank Daryl. Don't thank me. I just show up and talk for an hour every week. Daryl is right. the man behind the scenes it's all true. making it happen. It's all true. But that that role is extraordinarily crucial, right? It's like, it's like the making a, hat. the talking hat to the other side of me is the other ingredient, right? That makes this what it is. So all the stuff I do is replaceable. It's the fact that I'm a control freak that I still do it, right? But what, what's really irreplaceable is the dynamic here and the way we, it's a discussion, man. We're not teaching anybody. We're not trying to like, you know, we're, we're just talking about real estate. It's like real. It's a real discussion. It's different. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we can stay true to our uh, our roots for another year. 
uh, hopefully the market gives us some good stuff to talk about because uh, in case you know you can't tell i don't feel very comfortable with how the market's looking going into the near and medium term for sure it's the end of our third year actually just didn't that right 2020 was our like half a year and then 2021 so this is the third second full year but third year it's a lot every single yeah. sunday baby Every single Sunday, you Holy cannot cow. stop us. No matter how many comments or dislike buttons you press, that's right. You can't stop this we'll train. Yeah, we'll be and here wait next Sunday, what? Christmas Day. You're listening to us. Yeah, New Year's Eve. No, is it New Year's going to be? No, New Year's Day. That it'll be New Year's are. Day. New Year's Day. Big blast. We're have an episode. Check it out. Like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our sponsors. Check Let's out our go. guests. Links are in the description. Yeah, if you're still listening. We appreciate you. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you next week. Boom.